How the Cosmic Mother and Father Give Birth Gurdjieff stated that pure knowledge cannot be transmitted, but by being expressed in symbols it is covered by them as by a veil. But for those who desire and who know how to look, this veil becomes transparent. Regardless of the multiple forms of verbal expression throughout the world, geometry is solid, observable, self-apparent truth in a universal language that articulates itself in dynamic, unfolding progressions that map the pathways of manifesting reality. Dimensionality is always dictated by geometric expansion and contraction, whether opening itself out into the infinite macrocosm or moving down through the equally infinite holographic microcosm. The first movement from zero point to a line is that same first movement of the cosmic breath upon the waters of creation, and in this first movement not only is one created from zero, but the energy that created that state is evident within the two new polarities that contain it. When these polarities are transcended, the paradox of their opposites is overcome, opening the progression up to more expanded levels of expression, and when they work together at this basic level of duality, we have one and zero which, among other things in the natural world, is the basis for human logic that dictates not only the form and function of our worldwide web of computers, but our entire monetary and business network. What used to be backed by gold, one of the densest elements, is now many times removed and diluted from its original representation as promissory notes to a series of ones and zeros, nothing more than a changing state of energy, one or zero, on or off, yes or no. This duality permeates our existence with a beating of our hearts, the in and out of our breaths, the two sides of our bilateral brains, the rising and setting of the sun and moon, and in the interplay of masculine and feminine energies that make life as we know it possible. Shamans honor this most primal pulse of life and being through the beats of their drum, which is considered an extension of their heart. This initial singular movement of a point into a line begins the one-dimensional angular progression of dimensionality from the zero point of manifestation out through the three dimensions of length, width, and height, which define our consensual perception of reality. These straight-line angled expressions that we see in the two dimensions of squares and rectangles and the three dimensions of cubes and boxes represent the cosmic masculine. If we go back once more to the zero point of origin and extend it out equally from its central location in every direction on the same plane that we extended the line on, we create a two-dimensional circle, and if we extend the point out equally in every possible direction, we have a three-dimensional sphere that represents the cosmic feminine. Ancient cultural examples of this prehistoric truth are evident on the island of Amantani, situated on Lake Titicaca in Peru, close to the Bolivian border. Amantani is said to be a mystical power place because of the ancient temples located there. The island is about 9.28 kilometers in size and home to about 3,700 people, and basically consists of two mountains with an ancient temple on each peak. The Mother Earth Temple of Pachamama, dedicated to the feminine aspect of the universe, and the Father Earth Temple of Pachatata, 
dedicated to the masculine aspect. The inhabitants of the island, who belong to the ancient Aymara culture, say that the temples are more than 4,000 years old. To reach them, one follows a path from the lake up to the temples through stone arches reputed to act as initiatory gateways. At some point, there is a plateau with a crossroad that has one path going to the temple of Pachatata and the other one to the temple of Pachamama. The masculine temple of Pachatata is very distinct, sitting right on its peak in a square form, while the temple of Pachamama has a round shape and the mountain where it is located is more diverse as it is more open and wide. Both temples have a very different energy. At Pachatata, many people experience a sense of clarity, centeredness, inner strength, and report a connection with their higher selves. At Pachamama, they experience a deeper sense of beauty, love, nourishment, and connection with the earth. These are also characteristics often described as masculine and feminine. Other deeply embedded masculine and feminine qualities follow these circular and angular geometric indicators of gender in both the human and animal kingdoms, further reinforcing this observation. When a man concentrates on a particular task, he remains quiet with a single-minded focus to the exclusion of all else, reinforcing the point-to-line directness, while women multitask and gossip with each other employing necessary skills for their survival. These habits are deeply embedded in human and animal behaviors, particularly mammals. A male hunter must be quiet, direct, and often solitary to be successful, while women, out of biological necessity, must not only keep the nest, they must be aware of everything that goes on around them and around any other nest keepers in the vicinity to survive. Aside from keeping a watchful eye over their offspring, their multitasking and communicative chatter is an essential skill for the gathering part of the hunter-gatherer paradigm. All anyone needs to do to confirm this is to observe the differences in the way a man or woman shops. A man goes straight for his beer and his steak, then he's out of there, while a woman typically goes from item to item, gathering often drawn from one thing to the next by distraction. On another note, the two basic fears that humans have are divided between the sexes. Women, who are vulnerable because of the position and dependence that childbearing puts upon them, fear abandonment, while men, who must be solitary and independent, fear entrapment. The sacred feminine circle carries high value in tribal societies. Structures are built round, Tribal councils are held in circles, and medicine wheels are circular, all honoring the sun, moon, and the life-giving circles evident in the seasons, orbits, and endlessly repeating cycles of nature. The Emerald Tablet, written by Hermes Trismegistus, contained the secret of transmutation of primordial substance. The tablet text contains the famous lines, As above, so below and goes on to explain creation in the context of duality. Understanding the duality of the masculine and the feminine is the key. Much of this wisdom has been lost through the ages, resulting in grand misconceptions of what actually constitutes the masculine and feminine in their archetypal forms. 
Understanding these forces is more important now than ever, for it is the misunderstanding and the resultant extreme polarization of these forces that threatens life on earth as we know it. It is the mastery of both of these forces and the synthesis of the two that creates growth, advancement, and value fulfillment. Fundamentally, the masculine and the feminine are not two tangible separate things. They both exist on the same continuum and are very real forces having different directions while being inexplicably linked. One cannot exist without the other in any meaningful way. And for that matter, no polarity, whether considered masculine, feminine, positive, negative, light, or dark, can exist without its opposite. Categorically, the feminine and masculine can best be understood as forces or tendencies in the following ways. Masculine qualities are projective, expansive, heating, sympathetic, intellectual, outward, brighter, yang, magnetic, and square, while feminine qualities are receptive, contractive, cooling, parasympathetic, emotional, inward, darker, yin, dielectric, and circular. The sun is a burning hot fire that radiates its energy in all directions, making it the archetypal masculine in almost every way, making father-son an apt description. The earth, on the other hand, is archetypal feminine, referred to as Mother Earth, mostly a dark blue water and black soil planet that receives the bright masculine rays from the sun, making the sun projective and the earth receptive. The sun is above and the earth is below, and life or creation occurs in between. In the Taoist system, yang is white, symbolizing the projective light of the sun, and yin is black, symbolizing the receptive earth. It's interesting to note that the color green is in the middle of the visible spectrum. Green is the color of life on earth and represents the meaning point between the red fire of the masculine and the cool, nurturing blue of the feminine. Plants nourish themselves from water and soil in the ground, feminine, and send their branches and leaves out skyward for nourishment from the sun, masculine. Trees and how they function are highly symbolic of these primordial forces, being the creative point in the delicate balanced state between these two. The process of clouds condensing to cooler water and coming down from the sky and nourishing or replenishing life on earth is the feminine act of cooling, soothing, and rejuvenating. In the human body, arteries carry blood, which is red, masculine, when oxygenated, and the veins are purple or blue, feminine, and are depleted of the oxygen, yet receptive to it in the lungs for replenishment. The Taoist system explains the story of creation from primordial source Wu Qi, which literally means without ridgepole, and is considered an infinite, boundless state of no differentiation. The dot in the middle of each side is the point of yin from which creation begins to emerge. The forces of yin then contract the yang to form a state of rotating force balance, or tai chi, which literally means great pole. Yang is a universal expansionary force of continuous rapid replication, and yin is a contractive force that contracts rotationally in order to create reality. Creation is an emergent property of the interplay between masculine and feminine. The story of creation 
is fundamentally a story of movement from non-duality or polarity to duality or polarity. The biblical parallel to the Taoist system of the creation of masculine and feminine is the story of how feminine Eve was created from a rib from the side of masculine Adam, and also how light, yang, was the first creation, then all forms of matter, yin, and life were created after. The cosmological analogy is that in the early part of the theoretical Big Bang, the universe existed in a super-hot state of expanding plasma, a masculine process, and then through a feminine process in the formation of matter, planets, and stars that came through a process of coalescing and cooling. Hyperdimensionally, the expansionary and contractory nature of the universe goes out to infinity, both inward and outward, and there is no beginning or end, thus no first or last. The birth of polarity in its archetypal form is the most fundamental necessity for existence of any kind, for without it, no frameworks could be created. The feminine represents detailed refinement and a move toward ever-increasingly complexity and novelty in a higher-order manner.